This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An NFL without Bill Belichick grumbling on the sidelines, complaining to referees, orchestrating masterful, brilliant defensive game plans. What a world. Tis truly no country for old coaches any longer, Andy. As now Bill Belichick has been passed over for the Atlanta Falcons head coaching job, but two jobs remain one likely to go to one of the offensive coordinators participating in this champ Sunday, Bill Belichick going to go to Seattle. I highly doubt it is six rings in football. Thanks for conference championship Sunday, catching you up on everything circulating in the wide world of Patriots and more with your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart. brought to you, of course, as always by the FanDuel Sportsbook. A presentation of WEI Odyssey Sports, Odyssey and 2400 Sports, that would be. On today's program, yeah, we'll catch you up on what's going on with the former coach of the NEP, as well as the coordination compilation. Uh, no official coordinators named yet, but some names are starting to emerge as frontrunners. Uh, and then we'll just make our picks for what should be an exciting championship Sunday. Andy, we have three games remaining, two Sundays of football, and then one winner shall be declared. And normally that's when uh, I and many go into that midwinter's depression of, oh, there's no football. Oh, what are we going to do with ourselves? Except this is one of the most compelling non-football gameplay off seasons I can remember in some time. And I know we keep saying that kind of like the same way we always joked about Andy. Is this the most pivotal stretch of baseball for the 2023 Red Sox? But it really is a fascinating off season to date. And I think it's actually going to get more compelling, more fascinating, and more interesting by the week. No question. I'm just trying to formulate my eight-leg parlay that I'm going to bet on the uh, first round of the NFL draft. That's the They call that the booty now. I don't know if you've known that. If you oh. if, if you do the booty, it's an eight-leg parlay. Which... Hold on. we got to address this immediately. I'm sorry. I didn't even tease that out. Belichick is top of mind. Patriots coordinators, Champ Sunday and all. However, the Kayshawn booty awesome uh scanned it's I, I know you're not supposed to say somebody committing crimes setting a bad example for student athletes professional athletes kids americans whatever uh and now possibly facing legitimate jail time prison time is ever awesome or hilarious uh but this is awesome and hilarious because I mean, eight leg parlay who does eight, that i mean first of all Apparently, he's really good at gambling. Like, he may just want to, like, wrap his NFL career now, even though he was supposed to be the next Jamar Chase. Turns out he's not even the next Rache Caldwell. He might be next the next Pete Jimmy. Rose. He might be the next Jimmy the Greek. Like, <laughs> honest to God. Yeah, Pete Rose. Forget it. Like, but he's good. So he deposits. First of all, in case anyone doesn't know, Kayshawn Booty, the Patriots' sixth-round wide receiver who – made minimal impact at best, except for on social media in the 2023 season, who didn't get his foot down against the Philadelphia Eagles with his last play of the game. You have to wonder if he had the Eagles uh, minus three and a half in that one, Andy. We're not doing uh, that. All right. Poor all guy. right. Spe speculative nonsense, of course. That's all most of what we do here on the show, unless we say otherwise is. So 
he placed almost 9,000 illegal, that's right, over 8,900 illegal online bets uh, while he was at college at Louisiana State University. Um, he deposited $132,000 approximately and ran his winnings up to over $550,000, including multiple uh, multi-leg parlays, and he was hitting on eight-leg parlays. My favorite part of this, this is almost what makes this one of those Cohen brothers dumb criminal capers. Kayshawn Booty would use uh Kayshawn Booty would use uh online, he didn't even bother hiding himself. Nope. He at used the gambling handle at Kayshawn Booty7. Uh, and then this is my favorite one. Hold on. I think he actually used one that was called, wait, you ready for this one? Andy, tell me, stop me if you heard this one. He also created a fake account with the name Kayla Fortenberry. Better than yeah. Kayla Dingleberry. <laughs> you really um, can't make this stuff up. Like what an absolute knucklehead, like goodbye NFL career. He'll be suspended at, ad infinitum, but like, well, plus they're going to now do more research and more digging and find more stuff. I'm sure. But the question I have is, you what do you call it? Speculative nonsense? Is that, is yes. that how you... Yes. So, to go down the speculative nonsense role, do okay. we believe that Kayshawn Booty was making somewhere in the range of 23 bets per day himself for a year plus? Or is there any chance that he was sort of the intermediary for a group, that he was the one who set up an account and maybe multiple teammates, friends, whoever were doing it? You have seen how easy it is when you're using Fan Kings, Draft Duel, et cetera, because uh, I don't want to uh, necessarily rope our fabulous sponsor on the program here into this. But um, you've seen how you have any idea how easy it is to just go anytime touchdown uh, under this prop, that prop, this prop, parlay. Like you can place a hundred bets in two minutes time uh, using one of these fabulous apps. Um, it's not a good idea, and I find it I know. unlikely. Well, uh, he was smart enough to to hide behind his mom's credit card when he was funding his accounts. Um, did she get the money? I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe she's got a good credit history. Maybe uh, they took care of her at LSU. Again, speculative nonsense, everybody. That's uh, NIL yeah. money. Yeah, there you go. See, um, these are the new problems of the college landscape. Charlie Baker, good luck. Have fun. Um, he also, I like the confidence, though. He bet on himself anytime touchdown against Florida State. And he bet on himself over 82 and a half receiving yards against Florida State one time as well. So only came up 60 yards short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this um, hopefully he had the over on receiving yards against Georgia a couple of years ago. But I, uh, madness, I think you've seen the last of Kayshawn Booty in a Patriots uniform and all like I'm pretty sure I go ahead and bet I on bet that. he doesn't play next year. Don't Walk forget. Can't spell booty without bet. Yeah, it is a just an absolute train wreck like but but a hilarious train wreck like it's like a train that couldn't stop and that the intersection ran into like a clown car um a bakery truck uh part of the circus like it's just the and it's so wreckage. um appropriate and symbolic of what we're talking about today though like these are new age problems gambling mm -hmm. and players and nil and social media like all those things that are the modern athlete nfl and bill belichick at 70 soon to be 72 years old is not deemed desirable by any of the 32 NFL teams. And so I'm working on a column. Actually, by the time you hear this, the column will be posted on weei.com that it, it immediately made me think of 2009 in a rare Bill Belichick combine press conference. One of only, mm -hmm. I think, two that I had the pleasure of sitting in 
in my 20 years going to the combine because Belichick, you know, didn't do that like the rest of the league did. And he chose in 2009 to do it. And a big chunk of his opening statement, the closing part of his opening statement was about how he just couldn't believe there was a national football league that didn't have room for Mike Shanahan in terms of being a head coach. Shanahan scanned by the Broncos. And in the end, Bill concluded with, but that's the National Football League. And I would say the same thing to him. Like, yes, superficially, it's hard for us to envision that Bill Belichick's not going to be on a sideline. And he certainly was cocksure of himself when he Mm -hmm. left New England. When he mutually parted ways with Robert Kraft that Wednesday, he was all in on, I'll be coaching somewhere else. Robert's like, yeah, it's going to be tough to see him in cutoff sleeve hoodie on another sideline. I'll be rooting for him, you know, except whenever, of course, he plays our beloved Patriots. He's too old. He's too set in his ways. And that is what the league is saying. Okay, so when the offseason began, there were, I believe, I feel like that's an NBA, like, I dunked on you. You too old. Well, you know, honestly, I can, I can, you know what, I can, yeah, you're too small, exactly. And you say that, and I can hear Julian Edelman on the sideline in the AFC divisional round where the Patriots clobbered the Chargers 41-28. And if you guys remember, it wasn't that close. Just yelling at Brady, you're too old. You're too slow. I, I feel like the NFL isn't saying to Belichick, we think you're too old. We think you're too slow. It is a unique combination of reasons, I believe, why he has not been hired to coach another program, rebuild another program, et cetera. Because I think people believe, A, he only wants to get into it for like another three years or so just so he can get his wins record. Sure, if he could get to a conference championship or a Super Bowl, a la, let's say, Montana with the Chiefs, that would be great. But we know what Bill Belichick's drive and purpose in wanting to coach again, aside from maybe playing the Patriots, beating the Patriots, and shoving it up uh, the Kraft families, you know what, per se. Um, There's that, and also, it's Bill Belichick coming to your team comes with likely salary demands, likely personnel control, likely power moves. And as we saw with the Falcons, no, everybody, I don't believe this was Arthur Blank making Bill Belichick believe that it was 28 to three and he had the job only to take it out from underneath him in a vengeance-based move for Super Bowl 51. I think Arthur Blank believed that Bill Belichick would be the best coach for his team and couldn't believe that he could have one of the greatest coaches in the history of the game come to his football team and bring relevance and hopefully victories and postseason back to them. This is the front office, as we heard, Andy. A bunch of the a bunch of nameplate guys, a bunch of business card guys not wanting to lose their gig, convincing Arthur Blank they should go with somebody who they could build around potentially long term and who also doesn't have the clout to come in and be like, uh, what is it you do here? Yeah, go ahead and pack your stuff. Thanks. We won't be needing you. So I think they brought reason to the conversation because I think the simple reason is Bill Belichick's too old. Um, I think he, if he were 60, 64, he would get what he wanted, probably. Mm-hmm. And also, isn't that um, Harbaugh's age? Sorry to interrupt, but isn't that Jim? Isn't 60. Harbaugh like he's yeah, how he's, much younger than uh, Belichick? He's a decade younger. Okay. Um, see, that makes it, it does make a difference. It makes a massive Bill Belichick, right? If he got a job, would be the second oldest coach in NFL history, only behind his buddy and interim Texans head coach, Romeo Cronell. Pete Carroll was going to become the oldest coach in NFL history this year until Seattle said, oh, not so fast, my aging friend. Get the hell out. Um, There is an expiration date. There always has been an expiration date on NFL head coaches. And more than ever, it's a young man's game. You just look at Mm -hmm. the hires of 30-somethings and early 40-somethings head coaches with limited experience. 
But right. I would also argue um, the idea that Belichick needing full control and getting rid of people is a little bit not in line with the facts because if you look at what happened in Atlanta, I do think the hierarchy of the Falcons was an issue for Bill, probably discussed mm -hmm. a lot in that second uh, interview. But they changed their structure. Rich McKay has been bumped out of the organization. He now runs the soccer team for Arthur Blank. And new head coach Raheem Morris and GM Terry Fontenot. Fonten, Fontenot? Fontenot, Fontenot. I think Fontenot Whatever. is correct. However yeah. you say it. Um, they now report directly to Arthur Blank. So you could have had the same structure of Bill Belichick reporting directly to Arthur Blank, just like Raheem Morris is going to. Um, so I think it's very simple. I think the birth certificate, it's like he aged out. And mm -hmm. he only makes sense for the teams we've talked about, the Jets, Three teams. the Bills, the Cowboys, and guess what? And the Eagles. It would have made sense for the Eagles, too. Sure, Eagles. I think there's a chance he's coaching one of those teams by mid-October of next season. Whichever one Whoa. of those teams stumbles out of the gates, Ooh, okay. I think Belichick. That coaching. is a nice, a spicy take, Mr. Hart, right there. I Am was I wrong? Thinking, no, actually, I don't think you're wrong. That's a dub. Go ahead and eat that one. Uh, I was thinking, you know, as, as the flurry of text messages came in yesterday from whatever threads you're on and people you converse with regularly about your favorite football team, I was replying to people like, well... He'll go do TV for a year, and the next year, when one of the better opportunities that should have presented itself to him this year comes open, maybe he'll jump back in. And there was a lot of like, ah, oh, who's going to hire that older coach? I mean, he'll be a year older. He might get comfortable in TV. Look, he wants this wins record so badly because Shula had the gall to call him Belichick, and you know, Bill Bill's ego is probably as great as the as uh, as as his resume and. God bless him. He deserves to do what he wants to do and go out the way that he wants to kind of the same way his quarterback deserved as well. But we're long since moved past that. Brady has made his legacy, his, his greatness established and Bill is looking to put a signature stamp on his as well. The idea that maybe the Eagles stumble out of the gate or that Mike McCarthy is like four and three at one point and Jerry's like, I don't know what I was thinking. Steven, get Bill Belichick on the phone. I could see oh, one God, of those that's Bill Belichick's music, right? And now get the Lions gift back in, everybody, because Belichick's going to come walking in through that tunnel. I absolutely could see that. I love it. And just once again, because most good things in NFL circles, rumors, conversation, and points come from the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. You heard it here first, two days before Championship Sunday. Bill Belichick replacing a coach midseason next year is officially on the table. I like it, Andy. I like and it. You know who loves that is. Um... Is it Bet Online US or whatever that loves to send out the odds for coaching changes? It's, and it's Bet US and BetOnline.ag. Yep. Yeah. Well, those guys will get a lot of email run early next season by like week three. They probably have to wait two weeks for the season to start to trend mm -hmm. a certain way. They'll start sending out those emails and we'll all be saying, wow, they have Belichick as a, uh, you know, plus 300 to go to this team or blah, blah. I, and I, I'm all for it. I love it. I love the. Uh, those things to me help make sports. First of mm -hmm. all, it makes wrestling. Who's going to be in the Royal Rumble? Who do you think the surprise, you know, entrance will be? Blah, blah, yeah, blah. It's or Royal Rumble weekend. Is Roger Clemens going to come back? Is is Patrice Bergeron going to come back? Can you call him out of retirement? Can you, like, uh, Philip Rivers has done it the last few. I think those are fun, like, side storylines. And to have it be Bill Belichick, who would come back at 72 years old to potentially ride in on his horse as a cowboy mm -hmm. to win a title in Dallas and get his wins. I mean, it's 15, right? He needs 15 wins. Correct. So 
there would be some pressure to get, because, you know, 17-win season now, you add another three wins on, you can win 20 games in a year if you go on a Super Bowl run. So you'd have to do it relatively quickly to maybe allow him to be a one and done, like an interim head coach, mm. win the title, win his 15 games, and get the hell out of Dodge and Dallas all at once. You know, you say that about, you know, co uh, people coming out of retirement for one last rodeo or to help win a championship or, by God, is that so-and-so's music. As great as Super Bowl 57 was in terms of the entertainment and the competitive value between the Eagles and the Chiefs, there is a large part of me that will always wonder what would that game have looked like if the Niners somehow squeaked out a win against the Eagles and Phillip Rivers was called to San Francisco and had to train up, get ready, and then do a week of Super Bowl media as the oh. court, as the te temporary. I mean, you don't think those pressers would have been absolute internet gold? I'm watching Phillip Rivers berate Debo Samuel and George Kittle and try to beat Patrick Mahomes like old man versus the. I got high school kids that run that route better. Gosh, golly, darn, gee, hey, woo, oh, Jesus, I'm going home to make another baby. Well, I don't even know. I had no idea why he speaks like an angry old Kermit. He probably wouldn't drop the big J word since that's uh, his big guy on the upstairs. Uh, that said, sure, it'd be great. So let's put that out there officially. Um, it's on the table. Belichick taking over team next year. but The Jets uh, is the one I want. I want and, him with Aaron Rodgers. Just slide into that defense. Aaron, you can run the offense. I'll just oversee the team, and we'll go win a Super uh -oh, Bowl together. The world can hate us. Uh, welcome back to Get Up Here. The New York Jets at 4-4. Four and four. We have breaking news. Have dismissed Coach Robert Sala. Bill Bell. Woody Johnson has placed the call to, to Bill Belichick. Can you believe it? That would be, oh, the theater would be absolutely spectacular. It would break um, the internet. Uh but for now, let's just face the grim reality, or at least the temporarily grim reality, of Bill Belichick not on the sideline to start the 2024 season. It'll be the first year that he will not have been head coach of the Patriots or head coach since the year 2000. First year with no Brady or Belichick since before the year 2000 as well. And would you believe if he is not coaching to start the season, it will be the first year because he's no, he's not going to take a defensive coordinator job ever someplace, everybody, just to... No, you don't set. think? I, I kind of oh. don't think it's probably a little blows pay grade. It'll be the first year since 1975 that Bill Belichick will not have been prowling a sideline or somehow involved in a professional football organization to kick off a season, which is just bananas to me. Almost 50 years time. Uh, so where do you think he goes? Fo does, does he go to Fox and work with Brady? I, I mean, I think he's going to do TV. I, I, I know for a fact to, right? he's interested in TV. Um, or I know for a fact he's been interested in TV in recent years and has even talked to people about like looking better, presenting himself in a certain way that might, mm -hmm. you know, appeal to producers and things of that right. nature. Um, so I do think he does some TV. I've proposed he should do, and I think I've proposed this with you, the Amazon Prime alternate broadcast on Thursday night football where it's uh, adult only and he can swear and he can be the real raw Bill Belichick and just so Amazon Prime pushes chips in with all the Bezos money and says we see your Manning cast and we raise you a Bellistrator yep and even if you want to add Saban and make it Saban Belichick and maybe some like I don't know you gotta probably have like a TV guy to run it and organize it a, a, uh, that Syracuse would University grad absolute gold and I that think would people would love tremendous. it. And, and, and we're all in that world of streaming services and driving eyeballs and getting people used to that world and everything. So mm -hmm. I think he probably does TV, especially if he has any designs of coming back, is mm -hmm. just staying in sort of the, what do they call that? The zeitgeist? 
Yeah, uh, but the, just sort of the public to... eye. Uh, he's still part of the zeitgeist now, but uh, well, yeah, you want to you want to remain in the social cycle. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to spin out of the wash. So, like Sean Payton is a great example to look to. He was there. People kept talking out about him. Oh, you hear what Sean Payton had to say? That was a spicy take. I wonder if he's still interested in coaching. Where will he be next? I, I Belichick will definitely be on TV, and I think he'll do it really well. But and wait, even just for the breakdowns alone. What about so to transition here from Bill Belichick to the Patriots? I'm going to ask you two questions. First one that I want you to answer is, is Bill Belichick not getting a job and the um, domino effect of that mm -hmm. good news or bad news for the New England Patriots? I'm not allowed to, to say both. I'm, not I'm not allowed to say both, right? I will come through this effing. Ah, right. All right. It's a uh, Okay. Head, you ready for this? It is good news. With his bill. It, it is good news. Now, it's the reason why is, it's I, I believe it to be good news. The reason being not because they don't have to play him, not because his his blood feud or vendetta for the Patriots dismissing him after a quarter century uh, is no law is, is temporarily on ice is in stasis, but rather because I do not believe that they're going to fall back on Josh McDaniels as offensive coordinator. I because I know that's one of everyone's biggest, deepest fears is that McDaniels would go wherever Belichick goes. I think McDaniels will sit out take his 10 million and wait for bill to get that gig someplace. And then McDaniels will follow him and ride off into his coaching sunset alongside the man who helped shepherd him to the position and post that he had. So I don't think McDaniels comes back to the Patriots. I do believe though that Steve and Brian Belichick will and full well knowing that the assistant head coach offer has been extended to Steve Belichick. Should he come back to the Patriots, him coming back, working with Mayo, who he's got such a good relationship with, and then potentially having a defensive brain trust of Gerard Mayo, your head coach, Steve Belichick, potentially maybe a game day play caller and assistant head coach, and Demarcus Covington, should he be elevated to defensive coordinator and title, would be tremendous for the side of the ball that the New England Patriots obviously have specialized and, and excelled in uh, the past several years. I think it would be great for the team. Okay, I think that's a fair argument. I think that's a very fair argument. Now, it still leaves your offense hanging. Um, our friend Mike Cadlick just retweeted uh, per Jonathan Jones, that guy, not that Jonathan Jones. The, the one that one. works for CBS yeah. Sports. Yes. Um, Patriots are also now interviewing Texans QBs coach Gerard Johnson and Panthers OC Thomas Brown for mm. New England's open offensive coordinator position because Thomas part of the Brown, domino dude. effect of the fact that Bill Belichick didn't get a job, Raheem Morris got a job, is everyone is speculating that Zach Robinson, who had interviewed with the Patriots, is going to go to Atlanta to be Raheem Morris's uh, offensive coordinator. That obviously opens up the offensive coordinator job in L.A. with the Rams, which could allow Nick Cayley to advance his career under Sean McVay there. He has interviewed for the Patriots offensive coordinator job. Because uh, you're now kind of getting really low on the list of offensive coordinator candidates for the Patriots, and that don't have head coaching, uh, that don't have head coaching aspirations, and see this as a lateral move at best. Just, correct. Just the lowest of the low. You didn't get Shane Waldron. You might not get Nick Cayley. You're not getting, in all likelihood, Zach Robinson. Like you're getting down the list. These are less. And I think you could argue. Where's Zach Robinson going? And he's hard to step on your Atlanta. toes. He's going to Atlanta with Raheem Morris, based on all accounts. Oh so, no. Um, Oh, and 
I also love how people have they fallen in love with the with Rams. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I love how people have fallen in love with these guys. I can't tell you how many beat reporters are like, that'd be a great hire for the Patriots. How the F do you know? Like, what exactly tells you Zach Robinson is the guy to lead the Patriots into the future? It's McVay. It's, it's Sean McVay's McVay's love. Elbow. Yes, yeah. because he because he because he called plays for the Rams in the preseason and learned about like everybody wants a piece. So the Every- Belichick theory that yeah, failed exactly. for 20 years. So, but like, it's sort of like, in it, it, you know, like if somebody could just go pull a seed from that garden where like the trees have grown so tall and the fruit is so ripe and luscious and they can just take it back and plant it there, then their garden will resemble the one that they coveted and admired for so long. It's the McVeigh adjacent. Anything, anyone who like held a clipboard for was in a meeting with or got coffee for Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVeigh is instantly the top contender for an offensive position of any kind, QB coach, coordinator, et cetera, on a lot of other teams, especially where they are in desperate need of an offensive rebrand, reboot, and identity like the Patriots. So we're going to stick with that plan because that's, I know Jeff Howe, I believe it was Jeff Howe reported like McDaniels immediately goes right to the top of the list for offensive Mm -hmm. coordinator in New England. I don't really believe that. I think Gerard Mayo has made it quite clear he wants to go in a different direction offensively. And mm-hmm. unless you're somehow convincing McDaniels to oversee that and 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 do something different than what he's basically done for 20 years as an NFL coach, I, I just that doesn't make more sense. I'd rather see I don't know these people at all. Gerard Johnson or or whoever I just Thomas Brown, Jones, whoever I don't I've know. I've heard nothing of them. I know so, nothing of them. I'd rather Gerard stick to his guns. And even though you're down to number six on your list or five on your list or however far down the list you are, stick to your guns, go in a new direction. But I would ask you, is it possible? Is it possible? And I think my answer would be no. But I think, is it possible Josh McDaniels could fulfill a consultant or an assistant head coach role to just help Gerard through the pitfalls of being a head coach more than more than oversee the offense, more than be a schematic voice, just be a, um, hey, just so you know, when I was in Denver, I did what you're about to do. It didn't go well. Or when I was in Vegas, I did that. I'm not telling you what to do, but that's a third rail that's going to end with you in trouble. So don't touch that. Could he fill that role? That's, that's That's a great question. And if you, if you think about it, like Mayo was around Josh McDaniels for so long, there shouldn't be much that he hasn't, that he that he forgot or didn't experience with McDaniel's. It's not sort of like, oh man, if only McDaniel's was here to tell me, you know, uh, I w- I wish I remember what Josh did. Like, I'm sure he's ultimately familiar with a lot of McDaniel's work and the manner with in which he conducted himself on the Patriots. But I can't see that that would be a detriment to the team to at least not have McDaniel's be the full time offensive coordinator, but rather just be like a guiding boy, a consultant. Yeah. That would be it. I think that would be a net positive for the Patriots. But again, cannot stress enough the need for a new voice the need for a new system the need for something fresh like we can't just continue to spiral the old around like it's gonna have to be a little i want different i know you do too do we want change just for the sake of change or do we really believe that like everything that worked for the patriots with minus the legendary talent has kind of aged out well i also think and i I threw this at rich keith last night on our weei nighttime program um, the Rich Keefe Show, which I think needs a refresher of a name. I think Fitzy and Hart should get their name in there somewhere since they do it all the time. But hey, hey different topic, maybe, different day. Maybe Keefe and Company, at least. No, 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 no. We're not and Company. That's 
dismissive. I, I want our names. Right. Or yeah, even probably. the Six Rings boys. Keith with the mm -hmm. Six Rings boys. At least like, help a little podcast out. You know, push a little synergy that direction. Anyway, we also need to recall mm -hmm. that... It gets lost in the um, experiment gone wrong that was Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. But if you recall early on in that process, everybody was on the same page. Bill said, it's my offense. Joe Judge says, Bill Belichick has a vision for what he want, wants this new streamlined offense to be. Mm -hmm. So when Josh McDaniels left, Bill Belichick was already thinking, our offense needs to go in a different direction. Like what we've done for 20 plus years isn't working now it all got screwed up because he made a terrible decision by letting uh patricia and judge run it and then that blew up in his face so then robert kind of stepped in and said hey how about we bring in a real coach next year real coach is bill o'brien bill o'brien is similar to the mcdaniels way so they went back to that but after the 2021 season in which josh left i think bill was on board with the idea, hey, we need to take this New England offense in a new direction, simplify it, make it easier Correct. for receivers to come in and learn it and be, I like watching young receivers on other teams come in and catch 60 balls, whereas our guys are like, I don't know what route to run, too complicated, nope, don't know what to do. So the Patriots under Bill Belichick, which means who else was there? Gerard Mayo, were mm -hmm. ready to go in a different direction offensively. So, yes, I think everybody, including Bill Belichick, believes, not that he has a say anymore, that the Patriots offense needs to go in a more modern uh, direction. Can I give you my other idea? And this one's stupid, I admit it. Okay, you ready for a stupid ahead, idea? I'm ready, very much ready. It's stupid like a fox. How long until an offensive play caller, don't laugh, is an AI replication of Bill Walsh or some other coordinator. Why can't you just plug in every play that Bill Walsh ever called in every situation with every talent um, on the field and the computer spits out, well, it's third and seven and your running back's hot today. We're going to run this. Aren't we trending in that direction? Isn't play calling becoming more um, computer-based or, or information-based or analytics-based? Ooh, Ooh, I I like it. I like it. Okay, yes, ahead, this is fascinating. Wait, this far. is absolutely fascinating. That AI, like I haven't even thought about it because here we were just the other day talking about. Uh, we were talking about how, um, you know, Gerard Mayo said he wants the analytics to match what his gut tells him. So yep. he doesn't want to just be an analytics PFF New Age EPA guy. Uh, he'll take the analytics into account, but he still is going to have to get a real feel as a game manager, as the man who oversees the whole product and program and used to actually roam the side, uh, roam between the numbers and the hashes as well. That's great. But will there be a co a, a team one day that almost like we're, we're using chat NFL or we're yes. using Bing bot? Yes. I a hundred. There'll be a figurehead on the sideline, yep. but co they're constantly the whopper is in his ear, if you will. That's a very dated reference to war games. Don't worry about it, folks. Absolutely, uh, because the one thing Gerard said. also genius, Andy. Um, Gerard said something when he was talking about analytics. He's like, you know, a team does something 63% of the time. Good luck keeping track of that on the field. If you can do that, you should be counting cards. Well, a computer can keep track of that. If I plug in the other team's tendencies and I plug in everything we like to do offensively and I plug in the way Bill Walsh or Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan would call it, 
the computer can run through those immediately in, in you know, the one-tenth of a second it needs to to spit out the play call for the situation at hand and the talent we have on the field. So I, I'm saying this facetiously, but not facetiously. Like, I think mm-hmm. there will be a day when an AI play caller exists. And then, as you said, there's a body on the sideline and there's a guy that has to coach all week. Like, they have to prepare and practice and, and do all that stuff with an actual human being. But the play call itself... I absolutely think could come from a computer and Hey, the Patriots are ahead of the curve, right? They're a, they're always playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. Hey, Gerard Mayo, get yourself an AI offensive coordinator and just let Nick Cayley run the show. Wow. Wow. That would be, I'm an idea. Something that would be something you guys, you've brought some big ideas to the table today. I was going to say for an end of the week where we're just kind of tidying up uh, all matters, Patriots and, Wondering, wondering, but what for the future of the greatest coach of all time? There are a lot of big, grand scheme NFL ideas in this podcast, Andy. I'm glad you, uh, whatever was in that coffee today, make sure you brew a fresh pot each and every time. We do six rings and football things here. Thank you guys for listening as well. Um, this has been the sort of like top-heavy front leg of the podcast where we've discussed coordinators, where we've discussed artificial intelligence involved in the NFL. Bill Belichick, his future, and so much more. You like any of these ideas? You believe in Andy's future? which will ultimately end in the singularity and the robots taking over. If it's because of our addiction to the NFL, well, you know what? We had a good run, Andy. It's uh, going to be AI sh- play calling in flag football. That is my vision. AI NFL. That's right. I mean, hey, listen, no maybe, and you know what? Maybe they'll test it out in the UFL as well, or uh, Tully Banta Kane's beach football league, the BFL. Who knows? Although oh, I think Tully that's Banta actually- Kane has a beach football league. You didn't know about this? No. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got like he's got a a little upstart league that's kicking off soon, where uh, former players, uh, former players are coaches, and former players are going to play. I know. Hopefully, uh, the, everyone just cuts to the Robert Edwards injury from the Pro yeah. Bowl years ago. Uh, yeah, it's going to be like a former players beach football kind of thing in the Bahamas. I think it's going to be either. Uh, I, I'll I'll watch. I'll go. Sounds fun to me. If it if it ends up like dog dog fight football from Top Gun Maverick. Why not? I'm all in. Who knows? Because I, I still don't understand that. I still don't get how I that still, works. I don't either. All I know, it was a fun scene in a movie with a really good song. Um, anyway, if you like any of these crazy ideas, you disagree with our takes, whatever, just get involved. Hit us up anytime at FitzyGFY, at Jumbo Heart, and at Six Rings Pod.